بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters we have crossed the middle marker of Ramadan and like we say every time every single time that I have ever recall talking about ramadan one thing we say everywhere in the world is oh how fast it is going now that's a pretty useless comment because whether it's going of whether it's going fast or not is not in our control what is in our control is what have i done in the time that ramadan disappeared from my life this year and that's why i remind myself and you that there is no point in having this conversation uh, the, day, the, the night of Eid or after Eid. But let us remind ourselves and ask ourselves <clears throat> and say that Ramadan, I finished two weeks of Ramadan. Um, what have I achieved? Now, obviously, there are two ways of looking at that and we should do both. One is the actual data. What did you achieve? And what did I achieve? And the second one is compare this to what did we expect and what did we hope to achieve. I remember uh, reminding ourselves, myself and you, about uh, setting goals for Ramadan. I hope uh, you did it. And if you didn't do it, then it's not despair. Nothing to do, you know, what is done is done. But uh, do it now. Uh, let not more time pass without setting goals for Ramadan. So, uh, and then compare what uh, we did till now with those goals and say, how, how am I doing? It is extremely important to keep this in mind and do it because as I keep reminding myself and subhanAllah, I'm, I don't know whether it's a factor of age or what, but uh, definitely age, but also I think maybe, you know, uh, the circumstances, uh, COVID and whatnot. Uh, in the last uh, two, three years, if I just think about the number of my friends who have passed away, uh, it's probably more than uh, more than more than more than has happened in any comparable comparable period in my life. And some of them very close, very very close friends, very dear friends. Um, which reminds me that one day I have to go. So what's my preparation for that? Now, in in that context, uh, I remind myself and you, which I have said many times before, that uh, for them, for those friends of mine who passed away, my Muslim friends, uh, last Ramadan was their last Ramadan. Now, did they know that? Now, obviously, yeah, the answer is obvious. They did not know that. But nobody knows that. But second question, therefore, arising out of that, rhetorical for them, but not for us, is what would they have done differently from whatever they did had they known that this Ramadan is going to be my last? Right? And then come to that and say, well, how much Quran would they have read? Would they have prayed 20 rakat of Taraweeh or 8? Not because of the fiqh, but because of the simple sheer reward 
for listening to the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while you are in salah. How many, how much charity did they give? How much more would they have given? Had they known that this is my last Ramadan, I'm not getting the next one. How much more charity would they have given? How much did they give? And some of them, mashallah, they're generous people, but how much more would they have given? And those generous people would have given, would have given even more generously. What would they have done with their relationships? If they had any problem with anybody, with any, you know, with their, especially with family, especially with relationships of the womb, uh, with their brothers and sisters, with their parents, uh, with their children and so on, what would they have done about those relationships? What would they have done uh, about the relationships with their spouses? What would they have done with, and maybe I should say this here right in the beginning, which what would they have done with Tawbah and Istighfar? Reflecting on themselves and reflecting on their own, uh, you know, on, on their on, on their on their habits, on their uh, likes and dislikes, on their uh, addictions, hmm? uh, including including or rather number one on the list is our addictions to our phones. Uh, they, 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 I don't know if it's a it's probably a, a, an app you have to install, but otherwise may, in some phones I think it comes on uh, comes by itself. Uh, which tracks your phone usage over the week and it gives you in in hours per day. Believe me, it's shocking. It is shocking to say the least. I won't even tell you what, you know, what are the numbers you will see. You see it for yourself. Track it. Put put a tracker on the phone and you will know how many, uh, you know, how many things you get. Uh, Then... So the, uh, as I said, the, the addictions, uh, the phone being the first, and then of course may Allah protect us from that. Uh, and, and if those addictions are there, they should be they should be removed. I mean, uh, may Allah protect us. I mean, my uh, some of my uh, I don't know I should call them friends or not. <laughs> they, not for that reason, but uh, you know they are not. I'm not that close to them, but I know that there are people who literally uh, they open their they open their fast with a cigarette, right? <clears throat> I use the literal translation of uh, our Urdu way of saying it, which I think is a nicer way than saying breaking the fast, as if you are smashing and breaking all the good that you did in the fa- in, in, during the fast. Uh, I'd rather say uh, breaking, uh, opening the fast, which is how we say it in Urdu, that we open the when before opening and they open their fast with the, uh, you know uh, <clears throat> with the uh, with, with the cigarette so may Allah protect us I mean these are all things that we need to uh, we need to address and check and this is the time so making and and this is not an exhaustive list i mean may allah protect us each one will have his own uh, things to add into this list so i would say take stock sit and add to this list uh, make two lists things that i am proud of and things that i am ashamed of right make two lists um, and then what whatever i am ashamed of let me immediately do two things number one is make istighfar to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive me and stop doing them. That is very important. 
Stop doing them. From when? From now. Not after Ramadan, not after this, after that. No, right straight away. Right? Believe me, no matter how much pain that takes, and sometimes it takes, it is painful, no doubt about that, depending on the strength of the addiction, especially the addictions. Um, it's painful to go back to somebody and say, I'm extremely sorry, I behaved the way I behaved. Uh, I apologize. Very painful. Uh, it's, it's very painful to give back to people what you took from them. They are hokok. Um, may Allah protect us. Many people, especially in terms of inheritance, uh, they swallow up their sister's share. Uh, they swallow up the share of orphans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, in their bellies, fi butunhim illa nar. Allah said, in their bellies is nothing but fire. So don't, don't wait for the fire to catch. Don't wait for the fire to start. Take it out right now. <coughs> right? Get rid of the stuff. And by be, how do you do that? By returning what you took. And return it with compensation. Not just like that. Return it with compensation. Because you, you took it away from, from them for uh, whatever the number of years it was. <coughs> and it cost them, we don't know what it cost them. Maybe it cost them a lot of material language, uh, mental language definitely, and so on. Pay them for that. Right? Because, believe me, as I said, whatever you do will be cheaper than what you will end up doing when you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is not easy. That is not cheap. That is extremely, extremely difficult. So may Allah have mercy on us. Let us take stock and say going forward, how will I change my life? And as I said, this might be my last Ramadan. Let me tell myself that. Standing in front of the mirror, tell yourself, look yourself in the eyes and say, this may be my last Ramadan. And if that is my last Ramadan and I die before the next Ramadan, I don't want to die with regrets. Regrets of not doing what I could have done, what I should have done, what I knew I should have done. There will be regrets of forgetfulness and so on. We ask Allah for His forgiveness. But I knew I had to do something. I knew I must do it. I didn't do it. I postponed it. I denied it and so on. And now... Malakul Maut is before me. There's no escape. There's no postponement. Now what do I do? I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to take stock of ourselves, of our lives, and to change them and to make them uh, Sharia compliant <laughs> uh, and to make them uh, means by which we get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember, if we do this istighfar and tawbah, and if we make a, a, a if we, if we uh, find out what we did wrong and so on and, and then if we look at what did i want to achieve in ramadan and so on alhamdulillah we still have time to make it good we have we have time to make it good and we have time to make it better because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you come back to allah with, with the istighfar allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you much more than what you would have probably got even in the first instance so make sure that we don't miss that opportunity uh, and i request you especially for dua for me and my family جزاكم الله خيرا والسلام عليكم وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك الله